Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You've heard General Rick Hillier on this program, former head of our military, chief of the defense staff, and uh, Lieutenant General Omer Lavoie been on this program. And they both talked about Jess LaRochelle, a private in Afghanistan in 2006. And uh, Private La Rochelle was part of a battle against insurgents, Taliban insurgents. And the generals spoke about his heroism. It was Rambo 2.0, but it was real life. As Jess La Rochelle saved the lives of many of his comrades, Firing two machine guns simultaneously, the two-man machine guns individually, but he had them both going. Fighting the Taliban, being wounded over and over and over again. Never stopped fighting. Saved the lives of his comrades. And he was his name was put forward for the Canadian Victoria Cross, the uh, highest um, medal available for bravery and in battle for Canadians. None has been awarded since the Second World War. And the military and the politicians said, no, 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 no. I guess they figured he hadn't done enough. Or must have. Well, Private La Rochelle died. I think it was day before yesterday. He was still having surgeries as recently as a couple of months ago because of that battle. And I have words I cannot use on the radio that for me aptly describe the decision taken by the people who decided he was not worthy of the Canadian Victoria Cross. If you'd like to call me personally, those of you involved, I'll be more than happy to use those words in a private conversation. More than happy. We're going to be speaking with Bruce Monker, former CAF member, founder of Afghanistan Veterans Association of Canada, and who knew Private La Rochelle, they were friends. And they were both involved in that battle that day. Bruce was also critically injured when he took um, a shell from an A-10 tank buster, part of it uh, in the head and lost part of his brain. Well, they did something for him. They they offered him a son of a check for $18,000. So now we're even the hell is wrong with those people? Dan McTagg is with us for 18 years, a member of uh, Parliament for the Liberals, not the current incarnation. Uh, Dan is also the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. So I wanted to talk to you about where we're going with the price of gas. It's uh, Labor Day weekend. We're turning the corner on fall and winter. 
So uh, maybe we'll have time for that. But I want your thoughts on Dan. What what based on what what I just said, and, and what I said is correct. You know, we had General Hillier and General Lavoie on this program, and Bruce Monker's been on this program. We'll be again next hour. Jess LaRochelle, what do you do to get the Canadian Victoria Cross? <laughs> well, you fire the people that are in charge of making the decisions. You do. And then you bring it to uh, the attention of the uh, Minister of Defence and Veterans Affairs, and you hold their feet to the fire and ask that on the first day back uh, the House of Commons. Uh, but they did. But they did. They did bring it up in the House of Commons. And from what I was told, and Bruce will tell us this in the next hour. I'll ask him. Liberal members of Parliament laughed and guffawed at the idea. They're not the same liberals I was with no, when not. we pushed to get uh, compensation and uh, pay back for Canadian soldiers who took bullets for the country uh, when we said it was important to give them lifetime compensation rather than cutting them a check and telling them to get lost. $18,000. $18,000. You lose part yeah, of your brain. I, I, how, lo- how else is that going to last them for the rest of their lives? I mean, yeah. the reality is that in the sec- they, if they say the test is what happened in the Second World War, the bravery there, Every Second World War veteran who was wounded has had a pension for life. My good friend Ken May passed away last week, 101 years of age, had a pension, was wounded in Italy in 1944, had a pension, pushed the government to uh, ensure that uh, wounded veterans today get the same uh, treatment. If that isn't happening, uh, then it ought to happen. It ought to happen retroactively. Shame on Parliament for not proceeding with it. And shame. And let let me really be blunt about this. If there are Liberal members of Parliament who are laughing at this and who think it's not important, they should damn well resign because their behavior is nothing short of treasonous. The question is, would they have the guts to... Uh... Well, the answer is no. They wouldn't. <sighs> no. They're, they wouldn't know. Uh, they, wouldn't. They, they wouldn't know because they've never experienced it. They wouldn't know the front end from the back end. They wouldn't know the business end of a machine gun. It's the one with a hole in it. Uh, Dan, let's, let's move on to the other issue. And that is where are we headed with the cost of gasoline and diesel fuel and heating homes and businesses as we head into the fall and into the winter? Um, and, and Minister Gilbo loves to warn Alberta and Saskatchewan about fossil fuel use to produce electricity beyond 2035. But he's off to China, and uh, he's, he's not nearly as vocal about China. And they've told him not to be, and so he's very obedient. Yeah, very obedient, uh, but not obedient when it comes to the interests of Canadians. Of course, Canadians, especially those here in Toronto who think this is a wonderful thing to keep voting for these folks. You have a rogue minister who, in all accounts, did not disclose that he was part of an organization that is well connected to the People's Republic of China, the Communist Chinese Party, and is now, of course, over there doing their bidding. I guess maybe he's doing uh, maybe some uh, early leg work on the next federal election to allow another level of interference into our next elections. If it wasn't so comical, it's actually borders on what I think is sedition. Uh, And this man uh, continues to go out there, lecture our country, our means of keeping people warm while giving an absolute pass to China. Uh, I I can't think of someone who uh, falls in the footsteps of, of his leader, his boss, the prime minister, who does admire their basic dictatorship. And it's pretty obvious. This is not a you know slip of the tongue or uh, a, a, you know a, a, a remark out of context. It, they very much believe this. This group, this cult of liberals, uh, is is maniacally designed to try to derail the country, and at the same time, uh, try to make things uh, more difficult for Canadians. These kind of provocative language that I see coming from Stephen Gibault when he's not lying, we shouldn't be surprised. This man has a has has had a history 
of Marxism, anti-Canadian sentiment with regards to separation. Uh, he uh, is the same guy who thought uh, nothing of Meng Wanzhou uh, being detained uh, on, uh, on, rec- on, on recognition that they had brought uh, the company, okay. Huawei had brought a number of uh, yeah, accusations right. against it. Look, that's saying that other Canadian and the North American and Western telecom nations are in fact involved very heavily. Well, uh, you know, can you say Nortel and Huawei in the same sentence? But, uh, but where are we going with the cost to fill up our vehicles and, and heat our homes? Well, it's going to go rise dramatically, obviously, for diesel. Diesel uh, uh, production uh, is uh, not keeping up with demand. Uh, we are 15% below the five-year average. So it means that heating fuels will continue to rise in many parts of the country, notably Atlantic Canada. They're paying not one but two carbon taxes. Those carbon taxes are applied to diesel, not necessarily a home heating fuel, uh, because we got an exemption, and part of that exemption came from the work we did with Ross McKittrick and LFX and Associates here Canadians for Affordable Energy on the first version the federal government had on its clean fuel standard. The reality, however, is that it's going to be extraordinarily expensive. I would estimate average increases uh, for those using uh, home heating fuel and and gasoline and other products could see an additional seven or eight hundred dollars added to their bill this winter. Oh, nice. Okay, um, I'm sorry to take. Well, I'm not really. I know. I know. I know you're not upset that I talked about Jess Lorichel. I mean, this is this. These are these are young people. He volunteered to join the military. He volunteered to go to Afghanistan. He fought voluntarily and with absolute and total dedication and heroism. And people with um, you know uh, uh, expense accounts and anyway, they they just sort of decided he wasn't worthy of the. Uh, Canadian Victoria Cross. We'll talk to well, you. Well, we, we should make a, make it every effort of ensuring this is part and parcel of the reason why we need to get rid of them. Because if they think that little of these individuals, then they think very little of the country. These people are, in fact, uh, anti-Canadian. By okay. making these kind of uh, decisions, uh, for whatever reason it was done, there is no right-minded Canadian who would think otherwise. Okay. It's time for right-minded people to make those decisions, and it's time for them to be shown the door. Hopefully that'll happen when Trudeau's gone. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.